Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's go. Let's go. Morning, morning, morning. Good morning. Listen, morning. that is the voice of Paul Tonkinson. Yes. Returning I, to the road. I am. I am back. What, what, what was that Where's Tonks thing? I saw Where's Tonk? On, yeah, it specifically, it was really sweet, actually, because um, uh, when I went out with uh, Tom Price, yeah. Um, I think the only reason, apart from him being our friend and everything, one of the reasons it was... Possible is because he's so used to deputising. Right. He's very yes. happy with Bless being him. in your shoes and knowing that they... What brand are those shoes, by the way? Boom, boom, boom. We'll have to but talk the, about that. The reason he's good can't. for that is because uh, he often sits in for Ronan Keating. All right, okay. And whenever, whenever <laughs> he's in for Ronan Keating, yeah. the uh, radio station immediately gets a text... From one of Ronan's fans. Where's Ronan? Doesn't say where's Ronan. No apostrophe, no S. Where Ronan? (laughs) (laughs) So where Tonk... Tricky to deal with. ...is a a take on that. But it's true, you were sorely missed. It's just not the same without you. Yeah, it was nice to to do a few runs last week. I did a few runs, taking it really slowly. And starting to feel a little bit better, a bit more solid. I probably ran nearly 20 miles this week. In oh, that's good. That's a that's a four, week's running. Sort of four runs, lots of stretching. Any really sense slow. of? Did you you just being careful, or did you feel it kind of slipping back at no, all? No, 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 nothing. No, that, I was. Oops. Wee, wee. I was being careful, but there was no. Um, I didn't feel any twinge on the car. Yeah, just sense. Yeah. Oh, that's really good news. Yeah, it is, it is good news. It's hopeful. Optimistic. Obviously, the knee is quite bad, but luckily, that's my knee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, constantly. Is it shonking? Oh, it's terrible. But well, that's kind of that story. So, welcome back. We are on the park and walk, which, of course, we've been to many times before, but beautiful coming back morning. here today feels special because yeah. we're here together yeah, it's a on the other side. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning. It's also... Uh, Ooh. The morning Ooh. of my uh, son's 22nd birthday as well. Is that today? That's today. Ah, oh, happy birthday. Little George, he's 22 years old. And he was, Georgie! He's 22. He was yeah. facing that uh, that lack of excitement around his birthday because he had to go to work. Right, yeah. And obviously he can't have any mates around. Yeah, lockdown, tonight. Tuesday. Lockdown, Tuesday, Tuesday, working birthday. Yeah, yeah. At 22. I said he's, uh, he's becoming a sort of... You're sort of leaving youth a little bit, aren't you? Sort of cresting into young man territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least having a, having a sense of what that is. Yeah, yeah, Having yeah. to do things that you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> On right. your birthday. <laughs> and then Thanks gradually, I mean, that seems bad, but another few years, you find that no, people just aren't bothered. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Well, I mean, I've got a nip out. We've got... We've got to sort him out today. 
it's left a little bit by the way. So, but it's, oh no. You mean you haven't got a present yet? No. It's also reached that stage. Neither is Bonnie, his sister, either. Here's a we've little tip. Some, we've got him some spare ribs and some chicken thighs. Oh, is that a present? We got you your birthday, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It There's some meat in the fridge for your birthday. It reminded me of uh, John Spark Shadwell. Where they gave him for his birthday, they gave him the carpet in the front room. Yeah, he had to keep yeah. it in the front room. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't as bad as the year they gave him a shoe. What did? Don't you like your shoes, Shadwell? I would have preferred two shoes. <laughs> one shoe is good enough for Randa, and he only has one leg. <laughs> but George has reached that age where you don't get a present. Well, no, we're all sorry. Where you getting meat? We're all living. To, we're all living together, and he's sort of. You know, when they're sort of 17, 18, kids start to get the impression that their dad might be a bit of an idiot. The sort of journey from hero to zero. Oh, no. In my experience, that starts a little bit earlier. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it gets, starts earlier, it's more pronounced. But I think George now has concluded that I'm an idiot. Oh, so every, the, everything I say. The process is, is complete. The process is complete. And, uh, and obviously, half the time, he's right. Which makes it quite hard to counter. What percentage again? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, about 35% after time. And um, so that's making things a little bit... Just an undercurrent of... Uh, is this town to, you know, is this town beginner for the both of us? Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Is it all a bit Freudian and Kafkaesque? It's all right. You're going to turn just, into a giant beetle and he's going to chuck an apple at you. It's just... Uh, I'm constantly reminded of when I was his age, I wasn't living with my dad. You know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate. That's true, isn't it? That's the yeah. other thing about maturity is you've got to forge new relationships. And I've always thought, since I was a teenager, the trouble with family relationships is they always have to be built on the foundation of the original relationship. Yeah. One is always a younger or an older sibling or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then yeah. in the end... That's just a slightly poor fit for a bunch of grown-ups. Kicking around the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Luckily, that's well. not been exacerbated in 2020 in any way. No, of course not. It's not like <laughs> having to spend more time together. But Still, it's a nice comeback for that time when, they never, when no one gave you a birthday present. Yeah, th- yeah of course. Vengeance. Yeah. Thankfully, he does have a job to go to, so that's good. Yeah, that is nice. Because so many of his, of his years just don't. It's awful. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I was Count your blessings. here for lockdown too. I was on the very brink of a return to stand-up. Yeah. You'd actually set off for a gig, hadn't you? When you... Well, I had a chain ticket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <absolutely. laughs> And that was going to be the first one. Yeah. Which is a big, huge process for me, sort of, you know, because if you're not in the comedy world as a listener, which you're probably not, oh, um, you know, I was not representative. Yeah. And I think even though you'd gig... Before I did, neither were you. A lot of people worked really hard to, so, to bring the comedy circuit possible. back in a kind yeah. of uh, tier, tiered, safe, yeah, socially distanced version of the yeah. industry. And, uh, you know, I didn't opt into that at all. Yeah. And was lucky and it was luxurious to not, you know, gratitude for that and everything. But, yeah, just about to. And now that's not happening at all, so that's a process. Yeah, it is. Oh, you were... I don't know, I can't remember if it was on the rainy track record or not, but you were saying then it was pointless. Yes. You were off to do celebrity, celebrity pointless I was, uh, on lockdown day. Yeah, I got the call to go along to do the pointless writer special. It was quite funny, I was chatting with a mate about it at the weekend. We all met Julie. She was Julie. like, why were you on the writer special? Just, just, you know, you know, and mates kind of. Yeah. It's like, uh, I've written a book. Uh, oh, all right, yeah. Uh, it's the other way around. You're definitely, A, you're totally a writer. And B, if you have a writer special and don't have any writers who are also performers, yeah. you're going you to run the risk of a pretty quiet you show. You need to mix it up a little bit, yes. <laughs> um, so I was... Uh, were you the only comedian on? No, there's a uh, comedian, Jen Brister, was on. Jen Brister. Very funny. Um, and she's written a book about motherhood. I thought she'd written a bit a, a book about gravy. Now yeah. that was Jen Bister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. often confused <laughs> with. And, um, yeah, she was on good form. Everything was Lem Sisse was there. Oh, Bill like Park, Lem Kennedy. And it, so it all went ahead. Writers. It wasn't unlocked down. No, I mean, it, it was. Oh. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah. Which, 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 again, 
symbolic of how this lockdown is not like last lockdown. Yeah, because there's last lockdown they didn't do it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got the call. I went along. George, ironically, the 22-year-old, he's a massive fan of the show. Yeah. So it briefly gave me some cool points, which sadly disintegrated as... I'm not going to say how well I did in the show. We did, me and my partner, but I would say watch the beginning. Yes. That's all I'd say at this stage. <laughs> well, a lot of very cool people, <laughs> even top quizzers, um, have been known to go out of really? point of celebrities in yeah. the first few minutes. Yes. Naming no names. Yes. <laughs> it's, um, uh, it was good fun, really. Yeah, great. Really I saw, um, you know, Steve Brown? Steve Brown. Comedy music writer. Um, does the music for, did the music for like, he, he wrote TV, highlight of the week. Right. That's one of his tunes. Right, I don't know. And uh, his son is uh, Alfie Brown, comedian. All right, okay. Anyway, the reason I mention it, it's a really nice picture. And talking of, oh, good idea. Talking of um, uh, generations and parenting and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Steve Brown did Point the Celebrities right. the other day yeah, as well in the same recording cycle. Right. And he posted a picture of his... Uh, oh, no, it was on telly, so it must have been the last lot. Anyway, he posted a picture of Alfie Brown, his son, yeah. watching him on the telly with his grandson in his oh, arms. nice. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, yeah, it's, it was funny because uh, obviously I'm done telly for quite a while. And uh, what would you say the last thing you did was uh, interview head things, talking it, heads? Yeah, it was probably talking head things about. About uh, about McIntyre or Peter Kay or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's quite you know you just get you're bound to get a little bit. Wow, sorry. Look at these mushrooms. Good God. Fantastic. I thought someone had dumped all the rubbish, but it's just a mushroom. Fantastic. Doing really well in this blooming chopped down tree next to a lamppost next to some garages. When you see if you ever see this picture, it looks like fallen leaves, and every one of those is a mushroom. Do you want one? Delicious. Yeah, a bit, bit of risotto. So, sorry, you're back on telly. And also, those talking heads things, there's a kind of a, a conferred off dutiness, isn't there? You're talking about yeah, someone it's else. Yeah, sort of like a bit chill. You're not really... Well, that's an interesting point, really, because you're not really representing yourself. No. You're literally representing someone else. Which yeah, sort of you makes have the DVD it, commentary as opposed to Clint Eastwood. Yeah, so you don't really... There's no nerves as such. Yeah. And then you go there and... You're left in the dressing room waiting for an hour or so. Yeah. And you just get a bit nervous, don't you? Yeah. Because you've been on telly for a while, so... Was it a nice feeling? Not particularly. But if ever I found myself feeling a little bit trepidatious, I reminded myself that the show I was about to run was called Pointless. Yeah, that's right. And I kind of... There's something brutal about that. literally pointless. For every pointless celebrity (laughs) who goes on pointless celebrities has to stare down the fact that they've just been called a pointless celebrity. 
And I'm okay with that. Of course you So are. that kind of chilled me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I, when it came to it, chilled I really... Chilled you out to the bone. Yeah, when it came, came to it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And the other thing is, it's the old thing of, as a stand-up comedian, ultimately, our chops are geared to, I don't know, I suppose for want of a more, neg- more positive term, kind yeah. of war mode. Yeah. Aggressive, defensive, ready to fight for the respect of... Of our peers or whatever, yeah. Negative. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, he's, uh, he was definitely less combative. It's not a panel show, is it? It's all about the game. Yeah, it's, pitched at, it's a tea time uh, quiz, so... Yeah. He's pretty chilled. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Gosh, it's a bit difficult here because lots of people are very nice to get out of our way, but it's also a blooming really slide of leaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. People have been going down and hurting themselves on the wet leaves. And you've got old... Uh, a bit of a shame if you were to hurt yourself. You take care. You've got old Xander and Richard Osman just very, very comfortable just slipping into the show like a pair of old slippers and yeah, having yeah, a fireside yeah. chat. Obviously one slipper much bigger than the yeah, other. Yeah, well, it's coining mountains of wedge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like they're really having fun. Well, it's that funny kind of counterintuitive thing. It is counterintuitive. When you think about it, it makes complete sense. Is that good performance is about not caring. Yeah. yeah. So those guys, they're really relaxed. They do it all the time. They're very confident. So they're just there. They just turn up. Yeah. And the result of that is they're very easy to be in the company of. Yes. So yeah. it kind of produces the result, the desired result. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the same as in comedy sometimes. Like we always talk about with, again, parenting as well, that when you have a baby, you go back to your next comedy gig, and that's so great because you suddenly realise it's not the most important thing in your life. Yeah, that's nice. And it just kind of yeah. falls off you. It's also a different... <laughs> Sort of uh, pitch comedically at 6 p.m., isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's just chilled, isn't it? Because I was chatting to old... Oh, if you dug right in and did a proper joke, it would look too effortful. Yeah, you'd be like, who's, who's this guy? Yeah. Trying to chat, trying to trying to nick it. No audience wants to see you try. Yes. It's got to fall off you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was chatting to old... Uh, old, old McIntyre's got a game show coming out soon. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, that's big Saturday night stuff. And that's more entertainment. Yeah. But it's still a game, so it's trying to get the trying yeah. to get the combination right, you know. And he's such a natural comedian that it can go it can be the point where if he's not allowed to be a comedian, then what's he gonna do? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, 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 totally. To Thank you. Oh yeah, so we are. No one's uh, <laughs> and we'll try and maintain speed. <laughs> no one's it's that thing of like he's hosting a he's hosting a, a game, but it's half eight. Yeah. So immediately you've got to be more entertaining at that. Yeah, it's just yeah. different. It's a different thing. It's interesting when you yeah. think about the sliding scale of TV. It's like uh, you know the watershed is such a thing. Yeah. Who's watching and when? Yeah. It's like reading about um, the late great Des O'Connor. Yes. Who. Uh, you know, so it's, it's almost a bit of a shame that one of the big features, one of the things everyone had to talk about was how horrible Eric Morecambe was to him. Yes, but of yeah. course, that was part of the whole offer. But that was also to do with the fact that the comedians initially, according to Mark Lawson at least, were snooty about their song and dance men. Right. But yeah, really, yeah. in life, if you can entertain a group of people, then you're skilled. And it doesn't matter how or when you do it. And of if course, you can entertain yeah. a group of people that includes old people and children and clued up people right in the middle. Yeah. Then that's a real skill. Yeah, he was... Uh, Look at Bruce Forsyth and Des O'Connor. Of course, yeah. Well, Des, Des was known as being very generous to other comics, wasn't he? In terms yeah. of teeing them up for material yeah, and all and that. Yeah, so what, what, what do you do? Exactly. Yeah. Including, obviously, completely playing along with the Morecambe Wise thing. Yeah, of course, yeah. Taking ownership over it as... We would say he now. knows he's the butt of the joke, but it's also a form of tribute as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And it's funny. Yeah, funny's funny. Funny, it's funny. I'm feeling this today. I tell you what, we're oh, um, uh, we've got Parkland Walk, crossed the road down into Queenswood. We went left up the hill, which we don't normally do, so I probably wasn't steeper. ready for that. But um, it's absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? Because it's beautiful. Seems like this year. The leaves have really clutched to the trees. 
We're getting into winter now. It's definitely November. Yeah. And yet, the colours of the leaves are still gorgeous. It's got that New England sort of vibe, hasn't it? It's Absolutely, beautiful. yes. Yeah. No, we're... Uh, I caught a lucky leaf the other day. What is a lucky leaf? You know, if you catch a falling leaf... Yeah. That's uh, lucky. Is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the great thing is... That's going to waste a lot of time. <laughs> it's a, yeah, absolutely. It's a nice family one, basically. Yeah. Family walks when I was little. Yeah. We used to do it. My dad, the keen cricketer, always put an incredible amount of stock in being able to catch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Diving. And you don't really... You wouldn't have to nurse my children too hard to hear them say, got a hand to it, should have had it. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I think almost more so because he was a social outcast cricketer because he was a footballer as well, which you weren't really supposed to he do. gave it some... But anyway, so he really had to prove it. But when I started running, before we were running together that first year, yeah, I was running through high... Look at this, see what I mean? Gosh! It's amazing. That's it's amazing. It's it's a like a There's a squirrel running high like the old Miss Impossible adverts in the top of that tree. It's like Come the most on, ornate fire. autumn quilt you could possibly imagine. That's right. And like you say, it's like New England. It's like Hollywood autumn. Yeah. Wow. Hollywood. So, yeah, I was at Highbury Field and a leaf came down and fell past me. Yeah. And I, I, thought, I thought, thought about stopping running, trying right. to catch it. <laughs> yeah. And I had a, a, a realisation that the lucky leaf is like luck in life. If you stand around trying to catch it, you think... You're not going to get it. Oh, this is easy. I can do this. Yeah. And you'll find it incredibly hard. Yeah. And you'll also basically lose time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're running, and you include the lucky leaf game. That is how it should be. Yeah. Right? You're running along. You see a leaf. You grab it. You grab it within the compass of the way you're going anyway. Yeah. And if you get it, you get it. That's lucky, yeah. and you got it. And then if that's you miss luck. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine too. That's how luck works. Anyway, I got one the other day. Right. But, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's good. And uh, But then I spent the rest of the run trying to catch another one. It's like, let it go. You got that's it. It's it. happened. You got it. You got the luck. There is also the time when I was running along with the headphones and it must have been a gust of wind sent a huge cloud of leaves down. And I spun around in it looking up trying to yeah. catch one for luck. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah, then I yeah. realised that it was a gardener cutting him. Oh. <laughs> and he was just literally on top of the tree Funny. or on top of this sort of stump thing. And I was just under him going, oh, so romantic. <laughs> like a proper idiot. So how's the running been going? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a, it's been yeah, a I mean. chatted running stuff. Well, last time we consulted on this was the older. Taking the vapor flies down to the track. Yes. Which was amazing. Um, a couple of things straight after that and then more recently. First of all, straight after that, I was so... It hurt me so much. Really? In a good way. Not, in right. a, not like an injury, more just use. Yeah. Very balanced. Right. Like I could see it. I can see it like... Uh, imagine if you had a picture of the backs of my legs. Right. And put 16 red dots... Like in rectangles on the calves and the backs of my thighs. Yeah. You know, you can just feel it. Feel it. The way those way shoes up. have tipped Maximized me just slightly yeah, forward yeah. and made me use them. And then also the great trick of it, that it's still my muscles getting used. Yeah. I mean, it really made me think about what you said, how if you actually owned and trained in paper flies, yeah. that would change your running yeah, you in a way really, that we can't imagine. Well, it, it, because they change, as far as I understand it, they change the way you run, do they? Yeah. They tilt you forward into the front of your foot. Yeah. It's a bit more of an elite kind of cadence. Yeah. But you're not really trying to do it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it hurt more than the virtual under marathon did. Right. On the, on the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Wow. Um, wow. Which I felt kind of pleased with. Just interesting, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um... The most ridiculous thing about that was the other resolution that week had been to really take some time off. So that completely squandered that taper week. Yeah. Came out of my taper week feeling like my legs had done the hardest work they've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> that's not ideal, is it? Classic taper. So Classic deer on taper. That's two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. And since then, I've been back on 30-mile weeks. Right. Uh, nice and steady. But not too much pace. Yeah, lots of nice miles. Um, 
trying to run my run 10 miles on a Monday. Yeah. Which I do some of the time. Did yesterday. Did last week. Feels good. Feels nice. Yeah. Yesterday in particular. I'll come back to that. But on um, Saturday, I said to myself, I'm going to take the vaporflies and I'm going to run my usual All right. 5k rep that I do around my house just to see the difference, you know? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, interesting it is interesting because I think in a way it was a mistake. It was good. It was really good. Enjoyed it. I could feel the benefit of them. Right. They have got a rain curse on them, so it poured with rain again. Yeah. And by the end, I got to the same preposterous scenario I had with you, where I'm literally running as fast as I can yeah. with both eyes closed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, uh, it's quite a dangerous time of year. Seems to be a uh, uh, podcaster running with his eyes closed. Uh, uh, I was totally shut. Uh, potential threat to uh, life. Uh, yeah. Self uh, and others in grave danger. Uh, uh, of a self in pursuit over, but I am not wearing uh, vapor flies over. <laughs> no chance <laughs> of catching him. <laughs> but if you see him running <laughs> slightly in the manner of uh, Tom Cruise in the Minstreet and Bishop Wilson. He's following him on the helicopter, but he seems to be going at a pace that we can't keep with him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, I didn't make great pace. Right. And that's good news and bad news. The good news is, realising that I really... Uh, that's good news and good news, actually. Because realising how much of that track session was me on the track. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely really went for it. Took the... It's not a placebo as such. Yeah. But I really rolled with the inspiration... You know, it wasn't just that John had sent me those vapor flies, it was that they arrived that morning. Yeah. And we were both like, woo! And also, you just run faster on a track because it's the surface it's geared a track. to you running fastest. That's I mean, right, that's absolutely. Yeah. But there's also a kind of social sense that you ought to. Yes, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Coming back to the, the mantra of our time. It just made me really miss parkrun, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, when yeah. it comes down to it, I'm not a track runner. No, no. It's no. great to do this. It's great to go out there with you. But I find, you know, 12 and a half laps, in it's, my brain, that's roughly akin to running a million laps. It's hard work. It really oh, is hard God. work. Unless you're, with, unless you're in company, and even then it's hard work. But yeah, then, yeah. Then at least you're competing. You've got and something. Um, but conversely, you know, talking about uh, some discussion online about virtual events, and it's been really great embracing virtual events as kind of a Luddite, you know. Yeah. And I have no regrets at all about the Great North Run and the London Marathon this year. But I'll tell you what, on the London Marathon in particular, it just adds to how hard it is. Yeah, of course it does. If you do it out in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so reminded of that doing my local run in my vapor flight. It's like, what's the point in going for time when I keep having to stop. go up and down curbs and yeah, stop yeah, for yeah, push yeah. chairs? And, yeah. Which is fine, because yeah. it's me on my local run. You can't do, you know. do an announcement. You know, the world is for other people as well as for no, you doing your I, solitary time travel. Exactly, and that runs deep. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. don't believe in... We have to be able to run in the world yeah. to get the best out of running. It's not just about time and distance, of course, but that just made me realise that events... Uh, yeah. Per- in a way, they, they're Just like we were saying about all-round entertainers. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. give they're you perfect. everything you need yeah. because you've got that safe space. The stuff about my Saturday run or my London Marathon where you have to worry about where you are and what, where you're going to put your feet and that you're going to be in other people's way and all that kind of stuff. It's all taken care of. It's all taken care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, you're still in the world. You're in society. There's all different yeah, people yeah. there. You see nice things. You know, even yeah. the number of laps becomes, you know, yeah, sometimes you might be doing a five, six lap park run. Other times yeah, yeah, you'll be yeah, doing yeah. one lap. It's just less important. It's, yeah. And that's not just park run. A, a nice organized 10K, half marathon, a marathon. Events are where that kind of achievement running lives. Yes, yeah, for yeah. For me, it's, it's and I'm sure for lots yeah, of other it's people. it's geared around a good performance. And you're also surrounded with other people. Who want to do the same thing. It's yeah. got a collective energy, hasn't it, that Including kind of whisks you off. people who just want to do 5K, Yeah, you know, which is such a great reminder. And I think, actually, that's where, that's the strange similarity in the Park Under Marathon and the London Marathon, is that reminder that there's more to it yeah. than doing it as fast as you can. Yeah. There's people there, good people, 
having a great day to remind you to have a wider focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sort of get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top three. <laughs> I, sort, I sort of get that. I'm more of the like... I like, you know, part, part run for me will always be like a serious sort of training session forward yeah. slash social event. Oh, yeah. I'm really valuable for that. Yeah, absolutely. And then races are for... Races, races are for racing. Yeah, and you I want to be like racing in a race league. There's a kind of hypocrisy because I don't think I've ever done a park run where I didn't try and lay it out there. Yeah, but that's that's not that that's not what we would do at a park run. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. The, a realization that we're not the only people at the park run. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do miss that, and it made me think. There's no point in wearing in going for seconds off a time. When uh, you're not in some kind of event. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And in a way, you know, I don't mind that. I don't mind doing my Saturday run and stopping and letting someone come through an alleyway with their kids. Yeah. That's okay. That's my neighbourhood. So, uh, hopefully, with all this va- race for the vaccine, it's not too far off before we, we muster as one. Hopefully this, hopefully in the spring. Yeah. I'd hope so. You never know. Do you know my little uh, dream, one of the things on my kind of list, once there are a few more pathways back into this world, Yeah. is to go to Liverpool yeah. with you. Oh, what's a Crosby? Well, both things. To run with uh, Rob uh, Pope, the uh, oh, yes. Forest yeah, Gump yeah, yeah, runner. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. And uh, run, Rob, love, run. Yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, do Crosby uh, Parkrun on the beach with Auntie Gormley's another place. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. That's going to be a we'll running comedy road trip. That's on my... Road trip! Sits on the uh, horizon trip. like a holy grail. You know, the great thing about road trips is when you get the uh, running comedy presented on the motorway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, extended periods of uh, police activity. Over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funniest road trip we had just for us was when we spent three hours on the way to chat to Tony Odenshaw. Yeah. Singing Tony Odenshaw, Tony Odenshaw, Tony What you're running for, just various hours and hours. And then we sang it to him as a form of comedic tribute. Yeah. And of course, I'm totally unaware that we'd spend the last three hours doing this, so it'd become completely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As to be like... And we were probably the singing ultimate it in, in that way. The ultimate in affection. Yeah. Completely nonplussed by it. Quite reasonably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is the nicest man in the world. Yeah, of course, as you would be. And it's like, yeah, when you I'm haven't seen someone in a couple of years and they greet with Tony. <laughs> yeah, all right, lads. <laughs> and, of course, you weren't on that record because your recording didn't work. Yes, I know. We're Tonk. I know. Hashtag we're Tonk. Another one. Um, but, yeah, hopefully park run by March, April. We, we, can, we can dream a little, can't we? We can dream a little. We can Once the vaccines start... Kicking in. Passing the Sean Hughes Memorial Bench. Well, in the time since we've... Here's to you, Sean. In the time since we've got an episode in the bank, you know, the world has changed dramatically. Yes. Seasons have shifted to winter. Yeah. Uh, There's a new president-elect of America. Yeah. And almost everyone has accepted that. Yes. Um, They've discovered the vaccine. The one person, perhaps. Dominic Cummings, Cummings has retired has with alacrity because of the shame of the whole Barnard Castle thing. Cummings, Cummings has chipped. Um, yeah, but in the two, now, we now have two vaccines and we're waiting on the Oxford vaccine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a slightly more optimistic hue to the autumn, isn't it? There's a, there is the, a potential future. Yeah. Touchwood. Yeah. I touched it. In this lockdown... Not lockdown. Coming all the way back to doing comedy when you don't care and things from before. Yeah. Uh, this time last year, things from I was before. in quite a low, really low place after after my dad went and not just that really, all kinds of things. Yeah. And uh, had some amazing comedy gigs. Yes. Yeah. 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 Really, because. They didn't matter to me. I'm sorry if it sounds egotistical, but no, no, part of it was a sense that, because I knew I wanted to write some new material and stuff, but I was doing these gigs and I didn't, I wasn't in the mood to try my new jokes out or anything. Yeah. So I was just laying out the classics. 
and just so relaxed because playing out the classics. Oh, it was so good yeah. and so it was really up and down because the kids, they were good. I enjoyed them too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I'd just be on such a come down. It was sort of because there was nothing else. So I'd have this great gig and then go off on my own to wherever I was staying. Yeah. And think, you know. Always the same, isn't it? If it wasn't for comedy and running, except this year there hasn't been any comedy. Which it's is good because the travel and the solitude, you know. Yes, yeah, I yeah. am yet to really have any trouble being at home with my family. We miss the kids when they go to school. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's weird that which one would you miss more, the running or the comedy, isn't it? Because yeah. obviously we've had a long period without comedy in terms of gigs. And you've had a good couple of weeks without running. Which yeah, is and I notice I'm really not that good when that happens. I just kind of, I really sink, sink and bulge simultaneously yeah, with, yeah. with the food and stuff. But just mentally, yeah. it's no good. It's no good. I miss this as well. You realise there's a counselling element to me and you. So the weekly. Getting out every weekly week trot, and talking yeah. about everything. Yeah. And of course I do that with my wife as well. It's not recorded. Yes. And we, we're hardly ever police yeah. <laughs> when we talk. But that's the balance of running. Cause, you know, me and my wife will actively go out and talk about stuff. Yeah. But it's running, so... Yeah. It never gets too technical. It never gets too negative. It's good to have uh, It's your original principle of opening up those philosophical pathways. It's good to have a little run with your partner, I'd imagine. Just to have a little... I'd imagine. A little... Well, no, a little, well, I mean, I can't with Rachel because she's so slow. Yeah. And, I, and if I run behind her, if I run ahead of her backwards, kind of baiting her, doesn't add to the conversation, you know. Yeah. Doesn't help. That's not ideal, is it? No. It's, <laughs> I don't see it positive in the way I describe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you can both run together as a nice little nice little valve to talk about things. No, it's really running. special. That's, that's, I mean, that's I think, useful, yeah. I don't think I need to be completely honest with myself about the absolute mental health benefits of spending two hours a week with running and her running and chatting talking things out yeah yeah it's good you know it's so nothing much but good. cheaper than therapy yeah 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 and again in therapy they don't really approve of silly voices no they think you're trying to they think you're trying to hide Rob try what are you trying to hide they think it's like projection and you're trying to pretend you're, you're someone else you're doing to it. hide parts of your own personality <laughs> You're channeling your relationship <laughs> with your parents <laughs> is the essential thing. You're channeling Stevie Millican in order to feel better about yourself. Um, have you said Steve Millican? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Oh, went across hey, the road up here. I think. Here we go. The weather's changed. I thought. I thought there was no chance of rain. It might do. So it's it? coming in. Might do. I was hoping for clear skies tonight because it's the. Uh, Leonid meteor shower. Is it really? Not much of a good warning for our listeners because they You'll won't hear this till, till they're gone. But, but what, 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 is it, what is that meteor shower? It's a shower meteor then? shower from, uh, oh, I wish I could remember which uh, comet it's the tail of. Right. But, you know, comets uh, go past on a regular trajectory oh, it's with two Ts. Anyway, and their tails are, you know, thousands right. of miles across. But we can expect some sky action tonight if it's yeah, a clear sky. Leo, yeah, uh, in the east on November the 17th, so four days ago if you're getting this. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, then, uh, you know, I, was thinking, I said, if there's a clear sky, darling, go to Hackney Marshes at midnight. From yeah. my wife's look, we yeah. won't be going even if there <laughs> yeah. is a clear sky. Yeah. Um, it's an auspicious time, George's birthday. It's um, our friend Janine's birthday. All right, yeah. Today, too. Nice. And uh, she lives in uh, Leighton, nice Leighton. Yeah. And yesterday, I ran there to Ooh. deliver her present, right? Well, that's kind of you. It was really good. As I say, I like to run 10 miles on a... On a uh, it's, nice to in, it's nice to include it with tasks, though, isn't it? Yeah, and I was yeah. tired, you know, so exactly, it gave yeah. it a purpose. But what the thing I hadn't realised is also... I went somewhere I'd never been before. Right. For the first time in ages. Really? It yeah. was so, you know, it was a nice place, but it was so, you know, we could sort of daydream about going up mountains and along coastlines. I was just on a football pitch in Leighton. Yeah. Going, oh, I've nice. never been here before. I used to knock around Leighton loads. I used to have a mate at Clays Lane Housing Co-op. Okay. Years yeah. ago. That no, was all right. That's the area. I've started... Uh, 
doing that food, the food drop-off that I did in first lockdown. Well, it must be a bit like pointless celebrities that they, uh, people are happier for you to do it this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's for kids who are self-isolating. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of kids at my son's primary school are getting sent home. Yeah. And they're just out from families where there's a lot of food knocking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite busy and quite... <laughs> Keeps me going, and it also takes you to places that you wouldn't normally go. Yeah, yeah. It takes you to into a state. Let me take you to a place I know yeah. you wanna go in a good time. Good love. I've told you about that tune on my fortieth uh, birthday. Yeah. The incessant repetition of it, <laughs> so that it killed. Did it. you have that one a lot? Well, no, it just. It killed it because I, I went to bed about four in the morning. Yeah, just fairly late. Yeah, Rachel, Julie, mates, just stayed up forever. They yeah. were just like, we're just up forever. Yeah, yeah. And the only tune they could play. I always get the impression that Rachel and Julie, etc. You could be as hedonist as you like. They'll always not just yeah, be yeah. a bit more hedonist. Like no, you don't even get it. No, they're gonna. You, you haven't, even, even, no. haven't even started. Yeah, but the only. The, the, what, what, I can't even remember what we were playing the music on, but it was stuck on Good Life. Yeah. So, so every ten minutes or so, I'd hear that tune firing up again, and they'd all stand up and take to the floor with their arms <laughs> in the air, and then sit down, and then it was it, it completely destroyed that tune. You know what you need to do then? Yeah. You need to stay with it for a bit longer. Yeah. Because in the end, it will come back. It's like Stockholm syndrome. Let me take you to. I went on a school trip to Paris. Yeah. Um, First couple of years of school, you know, I was only about 12. Yeah. And uh, someone had a tape player, one speaker. Right. Yeah, one speaker and a tape deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back there on the... Sound system. And the only tape they bought was the cassette single. Right. Not the album. Right. The single of uh, Careless Whisper. Right. Okay, okay. Okay. And honestly, that was talking of philosophical and... I mean, it's a good record. Well, at first yeah. I didn't like it, just out of a snootiness. Then I came to realise what a well-written song it was. Yeah. Then I came to wish harm <laughs> on George Michael's production team. <laughs> yeah, totally. Then I came to realise that it was the only and most important thing in my life. Acceptance of seven stages of denial. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it really is... A lucky me, really, because it's a blooming fantastic song. But... Um, but just, oh, my goodness, it's, it's also the rake, uh, Sideshow Bob's rake, isn't it? Right. I mean, you take a joke and oh, do it right. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, just beautiful. Yeah, because good, li- and, and good Life was... Uh, I like the way the song's called Good Life, and actually, if you don't know it, even if you listen to it once, it does go, Good Life, Good Life, Good Life, Good Life, Good Life, Good Life, Good Life. But we, it's also a tune when, like, the early 90s, when we were, like, early early 20s, where we were at a house party, and someone put the record on, and we danced, we danced through the floor. We had a wooden floor. We broke, we broke it. We bust That's the whole dancing. floor. So... That was a party. <laughs> but, but 17 years later, I'm like, can we stop listening to Good Life? You must have thought, uh, <laughs> in the end, that, that you hadn't listen, been not listening to it at any point <laughs> yeah. in between. We went to, uh, around the uh, early years of this century. Yeah. We used to go to the Vortex, the jazz club in, uh, on Church Street. All right, yeah. Where Nando's is now. Yeah. And... Uh, Used to go there quite a lot. I think I know that place. But yeah. monthly, they hosted Sunny Man's Chapel of Karaoke. Yeah. Now, I always quite enjoyed a karaoke, but be quite snooty about, you know, we wouldn't have, us and our friends at that time wouldn't have necessarily sought out karaoke. Right. The Sunny Man's Chapel of Karaoke was a kind of, it was initially conceived as an art piece. You know, it's where art meets silly comedy, like Vic Reeves. Right, okay. And uh, so Sonny Mann, who was a sort of Elvis-style evangelist, would have this great double act going with the guy playing the record, Stepsy Dan, who was just a cowboy in the corner. Right. And he's such a good show. Sounds good fun. And then, yeah. oh, and then so the, that as a contest karaoke, it was amazing. We went there for my birthday. And, uh, yeah. We were there at Christmas that year and then we ended up having that was what we had for our wedding oh, okay, our first nice, dance okay. was me and my wife doing that samore oh, nice. in the karaoke nice. and, um, but the reason I mention it is because 
one time, that first time we got loads of people there on my birthday, I think late November 2002. Yeah. It's something like um, someone saying gold. Gold! Great you got the, I always believe in gold! You, and that thing, everyone was so into it, everyone yeah, in the whole place, probably. not just yeah. on the stage, all around every table, everyone standing up, yeah. jumping <laughs> up and down. This in a building which was always borderline condemned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember me and yeah. a, my friend Son, I didn't know that well, just looking at each other, thinking, this could be it. It's going to go. This yeah. is when yeah. 200 people fall through the floor <laughs> of the water. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, you're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> God, I think somehow everyone just on gold and lifted up their weight. <laughs> yeah. And as it came back down, you could feel the floor go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, happy ending. It's Nando's now. Oh, that's good. It all worked out. So, yeah, I really feel the uh, 10 miles. I really appreciated um, being somewhere different yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't just somewhere different. I also, the uh, key into that trip out to Leighton was the the little extra bit on Hackney Marshes Park Run. All right. You know when you go across the bridge and out and back? Yeah. So you, you go straight across sort of thing? Just carry on going, yeah, exactly. Right. But going there yesterday, suddenly realised I'd never run there slow, you know? I'd yeah. never run across that bridge and look down at the river. I thought, oh, the river's really wide. It's nice, yeah. And then out on the other side there, obviously it's autumnal right now, but it's just really beautiful around that path. So used to going along the path thinking, hold, really nothing. hold on, try, to hold try on, and yeah. catch up with that yeah. bloke. Yeah. And the first time I've ever noticed the trees and the rivers. and Again, it was like a little lesson in running with a slightly wider picture. Savouring it, saving it a bit more. Yeah. But I still failed to learn the lesson that once you've found something... Once you've caught your lucky leaf, you don't have to desperately try and find something again, you know? So I thought, oh, this is so beautiful. I've never uh, looked so carefully at this run. And I've never, haven't been anywhere new for months. And I got really excited and had a bit of an emotional moment. Got back across the bridge and I thought, I'm going to continue in that spirit. Yeah. And I turned sharp right, and instead of going on that road through the woods, I went on the path by the river through the woods. Nice. Oh, I've never been in the woods. It's great. Really muddy. Right. <laughs> Disastrous. Yeah. Really yeah. hard to run. Real error. Getting really more and more clogged up, nearly falling over, losing my rhythm, yeah. losing my happiness. Cursing nature. Eventually thinking, you idiot. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, well, I climbed up to the road, climbed up the bank, a slippery bank, fell over, <laughs> shoved my hand into a stinging nettle. I went, ah, it's all really loudly. <laughs> Luckily, the guy nearby Meltdown. had headphones on. Honestly, I've never had such a bet. I can still feel <laughs> where that's hungry. And uh, it just goes to show, doesn't it? There's a low yeah. for every high and high for every low. There's a lot of uh, folk out and about enjoying nature at this time of year. I mean, there always is, but even more so. Oh, absolutely. Because everyone knows you've got your advice to be outside as That's much right. as you can. And it, and it, Highgate Woods is rammed on a weekend. Absolutely right. We went to... It's kind of crazy, really, with my paranoia. I'm doing that thing where I'm not learning, you know. I've been to Victoria Park three times now. Yeah. We went on Sunday. Family bike ride to Victoria Park. Yeah. Oh, we get some air, we get some blue skies. Just so many people. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, no one, everyone there has got their reasons. It's a lot of justifiable behaviour. I'm not knocking the citizenry, but it is exacerbated by lockdown because there is an element of milling, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife said we've all been turned into teenagers. Like, where where should we go? Yeah, yeah, totally. No, we're (laughs) hanging around bus stops. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, it's crazy in the park. I'm yeah. on their bikes and there's just so many people. Yeah. Just more people than there would be on a normal summer's day. Absolutely, yeah. And everyone, I mean, no one's sitting down. Everyone's just kind of walking along in dark clothes, milling. High, very George A. Romero. Highgate. It feels like a zombie world. Highgate Woods, kind of like, it's like a festival of dogs with people attached. Yeah, yeah, so It's yeah. just dogs cavorting and... Sniffing and barking, and then people just watching. Yep. It's very pleasurable. I really like it. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. If there wasn't the whole uh, fear of death. Yeah, yeah, but 
Hi, mate. Indoors is a real danger, isn't it? Yeah, that's Indoor right. mix. No, it's a complicated one. I mean, at first when I went out in the lockdown, I thought, oh my goodness, everybody is out. Because it is surreal if you're not, if you live somewhere more countryfied. Yeah. You do have to get used in lockdown too. There are basically more people outside than there were. Yeah. They're all being sensible. Yeah. But, and everyone's kind of going somewhere. But they, it's like a children's picture book, how busy it is. Yeah. But then, so that obviously freaked me out. But then I thought, yeah, but, like you say, people aren't indoors together. The connections, you know, it's, people aren't going to the connections between generations, you know. If all the young people are outside having a good time, they're kind of not inside. Spreading. Uh, near old people. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I see, I see it working. Someone posted a picture on Saturday night of... Oxford Circus Station just completely empty, you know? Yeah. So that kind of... That's the tragedy, isn't it? That's the... We'll wait and see what happens with all that, but... Yeah, yeah. Centre of town. You want businesses. Masses of damage. Yeah. And it's crazy, isn't it? It's weird how the centre of the city is actually the quietest place. Yeah. The other place where there's a constant crowd now is the... Uh, Artistic tribute to Mary Wollstonecraft in Newington Green. Is it really? Is yeah. it? Well, exactly is that? Because I haven't seen it. It's, um, well, you know Newington Green. Yes. If you go in from the Mildmay Club corner. All right. Diagonally. Yeah. It's just on the grass on the left. All right. Okay, I didn't realise It's right there and it's big. Yeah. That's no good. And everyone hates it. Well, yeah. Everyone hates it. Well, they're right. Yeah. Because I think, you know, there's two things here. One, Everyone's just thought about it too hard, you know. We needed a statue of Mary Wollstonecraft. Yeah. The kind that she'd have appreciated. Yeah. As recognised as an important person, you know. Because she wasn't just a feminist, she's a proto-feminist. Yeah. So the old-fashionedness of that is appropriate, you know. Yeah. It's not like deconstructing the contents of a statue isn't great. Yeah, yeah. The fourth plinth in Trafalgar Square is superb. The one there at the moment is amazing. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, no. It's like a cherry on an ice cream oh, right, with a yeah. fly and a drone on it. Oh, yeah, and I've it's seen it. absolutely enormous, and it's Brute. so brilliantly, Brute. mind-bendingly surreal. Yeah. So I remember it's... seeing that and thinking, awful. <laughs> absolutely awful. Well, yeah, it's pretty cool. Brutal, it's nonsense. But obviously, some people like it. And it's a conversation starter, and it'll yeah, yeah, change, yeah, yeah. it'll be something else. Yeah. But what Mary Wollstonecraft needed was for people 200 years from now to go, oh, I see, there's an important person. Yes. Churchill, Clive of India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Chaplin, Mary Wollstonecraft. Yeah. And, uh... What she got instead was this um, Maggie Hambling piece. And the other thing is, then within that, oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> but it's sort As of. Caitlin Brown was really cross. She's not the only one, but she was sort of leading the charge of people saying, why does it have to be. It's not a representation of her, it's just a naked woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, 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 a kind of a. Isn't it? It feels like sort of absurd that that would happen. In terms of, like, in the middle of Newington Green, yeah. a statue of that person. So it just seems sort of crazy that they can get it so wildly inappropriate. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's, so. it's, isn't it odd? I just think that that's a product of, it's a product of committee, really. Right. Good people with money and time yeah. have sat around talking about it for too long. Right. And they've let the initial impetus slip away and it became something else. Right. What? Something that they were excited about because they were... What, it got a bit artsy or something or whatever. Yeah, or. it's artsy, you know. Yeah. And, but I don't think we should let Maggie Hamming off because... All right, mate, good to see you. I don't think it's good art, you know. Yeah. Because you've got this naked woman, which is a... It is a very male culture thing. Yeah. To, have a, to need a woman to be naked while we talk about women, right? Yeah. And uh, female artist or not. She's also tiny. Yeah. At the top of this massive right. uh, <laughs> Terminator 2. Thank gets you. worse, gets worse doesn't um, it? She's at the top of this big silver blob, which, is, which represents womanhood through the ages. Right. Right. Now, one... Mary Wollstonecraft was a proto-feminist. She's not the w woman who comes after all the women who yeah, fought. Yeah, She's yeah. the woman who comes before. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that women before her suffered under the yoke of society, etc. But that's not the point. She was a beginner. She was yes, a starter. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, two, it's just a silver blob, right? So it's either um, surreal and non-representative or it's a mass of women struggling. If it's a mass of women struggling... I want to see the struggling women. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big silver blob. Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to interpret it how I see fit. Yeah. It's rubbish, Paul. I want a statue of Mary. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> 
it's just funny how it's got. It couldn't be put in a worse place either to annoy people more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the centre of sort of feminism. Yes, yeah, exactly. it's just like. Oh, exactly. It's, it's right. It's right. Like, doorstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Well, we went. Me and my wife ran through, and this bloke turned just turned to my wife. Got within. Got no, she didn't get within two meters of him. But you know, she came just by him. Yeah. And he just turned to her and said. Does that represent feminism to you? <laughs> it was great. He was so angry, just waiting for someone to share. Yeah, it to with. join him. <laughs> yeah. Bloke, Ooh. 70. Yeah. Good feminist. Ready for a row. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I'll tell you what else I've been doing. Go on, man. You've probably actually spotted it, actually, because my thoughts and feelings have been so balanced and philosophical today. I think I just might have pulled my plug out. I've got to check. So I've got my hand in my wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fine. Um, been doing yoga every day. That's right. Has it been good fun? He's <laughs> singing a song by the band Goblin. <laughs> I can watch him Suspiria. <laughs> Have you noticed a, a difference in your... Well, you know, at first I was really stiff and achy, but now I can spin my head right round. That's amazing. So, <laughs> Assume the downward dog. I'll have to give it a go some point. Doing 30 days of yoga with uh, Adrian. Brilliant. Awesome. And, uh, Oh, it's really good. I mean, it's an old one. It's from years ago. Yeah. But that's what's so lovely about it. It's a bit like doing this, the way you feel like it is topical and it isn't, you know? Right. Because she's doing it every day. And she's trying to do it. So, so who is it then? Who's that with? What's she, her name? Uh, her name's Adrian Mishler. She's right, okay. something yoga with Adrian online. Nice. She's a really good practitioner. It's very... Um, it's effortless the way she does it properly. Yeah. And lets you really lean into what yoga means. Like real... Uh, you know, space, breathing, meditative space, Satanism. getting in touch with yourself, a bit of gratitude. Yes, yeah. And yet, she's really relaxed and sort of jokes about stuff. And That's good. She just makes... That's good. So there's, there's, he's not pious. There's no pomposity to yeah, it at yeah. all. In fact, cool. she's so good at that, you realise, oh, you don't need there to be. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, not to be too la-la-la, but it reminds me of us. We, we want to be serious, we want to be silly. And there isn't a conflict there. No, absolutely. And I think a lot of people in life think that you have to be one and not the other. You've got to make is, your choice. Or yeah, they yeah. have different weight. Yes. You know, and it's not true. It's just all the good stuff. I'm so. reminded of Nietzsche's quote, to regain the seriousness of a child at play. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> there you go. Have that one. Yeah, yeah, you know, Nietzsche, exactly, uh, mate. Seems to be quoting Nietzsche towards the end of the uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I'll have to give that a go uh, once I turn to the dark side. Yeah. I mean, I can't, well, go, I can't go to church anyway, so I might as well. What am I, yeah, what I, am I holding back for? I don't think church is going to mind. I mean, I think... <laughs> You could probably go and do some yoga in the church. Then they might. <laughs> Would I have to sacrifice a pet pre-yoga? Is there any sort of... I think you've misunderstood <laughs> what a downward dog is. <laughs> Get down there! <laughs> you can do yoga, you're but I'm afraid your dog's going to have to die. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, though, isn't it? Because don't, don't, don't. I'm I'm just, not, no. I thought he's going to break no, no, it. No, no, no. He's getting it out. I'm done. I, 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 no, I get it. You've finished. I won't, no, no, it's done. I won't it's say done. that thing I was going to no, say. No, go on. Say it. Go on. <laughs> Say it. He's got his recorder out. No, 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 no. His no. fingers poised <laughs> no, over the stop. No, no, I <laughs> no, go um, and say it. I was just going to say, it's just funny your thing about it being, you know, the religion of it, because I don't think of myself as being spiritual at all. It really doesn't work for me. And yet, I just realized that within that, that thing of, you know, there's a space there where that works for me. When Good. I put my thumbs in front of my heart and do this... And she'll say something like, you know, just be grateful for this That's moment. great, mate. That's fantastic. So that's what that is, isn't it? That's spiritual Of course, stuff. Of course it is. And that that was, absolutely, that's all it is. I think that's that was brilliant. worth you not pressing stop. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's great. <laughs> I, I think if you can tap into that, that's great. And if you want, ever want the real stuff, just give us a shout. <laughs> <laughs> tap into America. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.